All right, cool. All right, well, uh, all right, well, I guess we can dive right in if you're ready. <clears throat> I'm ready. Welcome to the Greatest List Podcast, a show about music and lists. This season, your hosts Jason and Eric are counting down the top 25 guitar solos of the 80s and the top 25 guitar solos of the 90s. Think your favorite made the list? Tune in and find out. Take it away, boys. Welcome back to Season 2 of Greatest Lists, a music and talk podcast featuring lists of the greatest songs of all time. I'm one of your hosts, Jason, and joining me, as always, my co-host Eric. How you doing, man? Howdy doody. How's it going? Howdy doody. Yeah. <laughs> How are things in your neck of the woods? Hey, they're you know they're 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 there. No, no Texas floods reaching your no Texas areas floods. In Oklahoma. Thank the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> uh, well, before we get into those Texas floods, uh, here's a quick reminder: check out HalloweenCostumes.com. This season, which features the largest online selection of Halloween costumes that's ever been put on the web. Yeah, I'm comfortable with saying that. Uh, <laughs> not only do they have costumes, they also have accessories, too. We've been talking about this, you know, throughout these last several episodes. But, yes. you know, you want to be a rock star? Maybe you don't own a guitar. Uh, you can find an inflatable one over there for just six bucks, man. That's all it takes. Rock out. Yeah. yeah. If you want to be a female rock star, all you ladies out there... Check out the guitar purse. I'm telling you, this thing is awesome. The what? You can, the guitar purse. It is a purse shaped like a guitar. I mean... You can, you can rock out and keep everything you need right in one I'm, spot. I'm not going to say that I might carry that. <laughs> but I might. <laughs> or you can just snag an inflatable boombox, you know, and then <laughs> keep that on your shoulder the whole Halloween party. Oh, and, my uh, gosh. Find you, uh, find you some LL Cool J on Spotify and just yes. you know, jam out. <laughs> Best part is, of course, you click the link in the show notes. You save 15% off your entire order. There's no promo code. You just click the link. You'll see a little pop-up that says, Welcome fans of the Retro Network, which includes us here at Greatest Lists. And uh, you'll get 15% off your order right in your cart. Can't you beat that. Do it. Before the end of the month, before the end of October, I should say, we're not quite there yet. But oh, that's we'll true. We're not to the end. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to keep on moving through the second half of season two. Our top twenty-five guitar solos of the '80s. A song from the 1983 album *Texas Flood*. Coming in at number fourteen is *Pride and Joy* by Stevie Ray Vaughan. Behind the music. So our spotlight today is, of course, on blues rock guitarist Stevie Ray Vaughan, who is part of the trio that was Stevie Ray Vaughan and Double Trouble, with mm -hmm. Tommy Shannon on bass and Chris Layton on drums. Oh, what a group. <laughs> Vaughan was born and raised in Dallas. Uh, he began playing guitar at age seven, initially inspired by his elder brother. Uh, in 1972, he dropped out of high school and moved to Austin, where he began to gain a following of you know, just playing gigs at the local club circuit there in Austin. And then in 1978, he formed Double Trouble with the aforementioned gentleman. And eventually, uh, one was one of the most popular acts in Texas at that time. Uh, 
they performed uh, famously at the Montreux Jazz Festival in 1982, where David Bowie saw him play and invited him for a studio gig that yep. resulted in Vaughn playing guitar on the album Let's Dance in 1983. Uh, shortly after that, he was discovered by John Hammond, who convinced Epic Records to sign Vaughn and his band to a record deal. And then that immediately resulted in 83 there with their debut studio album, Texas Flood, and two singles. Uh, Love Struck Baby was one, and then, of course, today's featured song, Pride and Joy. Mm. They were both released as singles. Love Struck Baby, which I had not remembered, actually got more airtime because it had a music video on MTV. Yep. Uh, but Pride and Joy actually charted, charted in the, uh, number 20, peaked at number 20 on the rock chart, Billboard's rock chart, that is. Um, but yeah, I had you remembered that uh love struck baby being on mtv yes i do remember seeing that um, okay but um I, you know pride and joy is the more popular song even though it didn't have a video that's which, right which for that time frame is really weird that a song would be yeah. more popular without a video but yeah i remember that that video <laughs> i had not remembered that so i had to check that out uh and then of course tragedy tragedy struck on August 27, 1990, mm. when Vaughn and four others were killed in a helicopter crash in East Troy, Wisconsin, after he performed with Double Trouble at the Alpine Valley Music Theater. Uh, however, his music, of course, has uh, continued to achieve commercial success. Several posthumous albums were released, and he's now uh, sold over 15 million albums in the United States alone. In 2003, Rolling Stone ranked him the seventh greatest guitarist of all time, and he was posthumously inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2015, along with his Double Trouble bandmates. Let's get personal. All right, so Vaughn, mainly been a classic rock radio artist for me. I had this like classic rock phase in the early 2000s, when we lived in Atlanta and I listened to a local station there, 96 rock, uh, uh, very often. And they just love playing Stevie Ray Vaughan and a lot of his hits. So that was really what introduced me to his more of his catalog was just there in Atlanta, listening to 96 rock, but, uh, the Texas flood out of them now, man, it's just one I like to put on in the background, Eric. I don't know if you've ever done this before. Oh, yeah. but you, you invite people over, maybe you have a cookout or something, and you just let Stevie serenade your guests. I mean, it's just an <laughs> awesome... I, I, I don't know. There's like a mood that he sets in these albums. And of course, you know, it's, it's the blues, but it's not necessarily that, you know, uh, I don't know what you would call it, like melancholy mood it's right there's so, there's so much emotion i think that goes into his playing and everything that man you can just kind of sit there and let stevie just you know wave over you you know it's <laughs> it's just one of those artists that man it, it's I, there's several songs or several artists that i just picture myself sitting between two speakers and like a meditation <laughs> pose that's and hilarious. Just letting the the music wash over you know and he's <laughs> one of those for me now but what's your personal history been with stevie ray Vaughan um, over the years i started listening to him uh, pretty much right when i started playing guitar um 
my guitar teacher at the time was a big fan. And so he gave me some of his stuff to listen to. So that's really where, I, I mean, I started listening to, I think Texas, that first album he gave me was Texas Flood, actually. Yeah. Um, and then just, you know, kept listening to more and more stuff. And then I saw him on uh, um, Austin City Limits. Oh, yes. I just thought he was the coolest cat ever created. <laughs> um, and um, so, yeah. And then I, I actually saw him in concert about uh, oh, wow. three months before he had the crash. Um, saw him here in Tulsa about three months. I think it was about three months before that. So I got to see him once before he passed away. So, mm. um, but yeah, I've always, I mean, I've always been a huge, uh, a huge fan, even though his style of music wasn't what I wanted to learn. My, my guitar teacher kind of pounded it into me. <laughs> so yeah, I, yeah, yeah. If, if we were ever in his truck riding around, I was, he had, you know, Stevie Ray Vaughan playing. So yeah, um, I have this weird memory uh we were in a sears remember sears oh yeah yeah uh and this is when we were in atlanta and you know i i knew who he was and knew his songs and stuff but we had walked into a sears and i was just making my way around the store in the mall and got to the you know the electronic section with all the tvs on the wall yeah. and somebody had one of his concerts playing a dvd playing and I just sat there and my wife shopped. I don't know. She might've gone out of Sears for a lot. <laughs> no, but I kind of sat down and just watched him. Yeah. And was just, Oh gosh. Yeah. Like you said, he's one of the coolest cats yeah. and his style, his, his performance is just, uh, you just sit there and kind of soak it all in, man. Yeah. And I just remember yeah. sitting in that Sears and, uh, and just watching that concert DVD, uh, for, I don't know, maybe a half an hour. Well, he's I mean, also was... he's got I think he has two ACL episodes, if I remember okay. right. And uh, on one of them, he breaks a string, and he either changes a string mid song or he changes guitars mid song and doesn't miss a beat. And Ridiculous, just, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he just I mean, he breaks it and he continues playing and it doesn't go out of t and it doesn't you know it doesn't sound bad but then he i think i think he takes off his guitar and somebody brings him another one and he puts it right on and plugs it in and keeps going like nothing happened so yeah he was just the coolest guy i mean just mm -hmm. the coolest to watch and uh yeah i've yeah i've always been a huge fan of him i <laughs> i'm i'm such a fan of how the way he uh dresses too just yes. that hat and <laughs> Maybe that should be a Halloween uh, costume over there at HalloweenCostumes.com. There's one concert snippet of him playing, and he's wearing an Indian headdress. Like really? With the, like with the big feathers. Oh, <laughs> wow. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then there, uh, one funny story that I know about him is when he played, you know, he did the David Bowie album. Mm -hmm. uh, but then in the China Girl video, David Bowie is like playing guitar like he's playing the solo. And oh. that pissed off Stevie Ray Vaughan so much that he never spoke to David Bowie again. Wow. Yeah. Cause I mean, I, and I, I, I had to go look at the video, but yeah, it's like he's standing out in this field or somewhere and he's like acting like he's playing the solo. And 
um, that just that just set Stevie Ray Vaughan off, and so well, it would to him it later. would it would set me off too. That oh yeah, the, the radio version of Let's Dance like cuts out most of his solo. Yeah, and there's some licks in there, but yeah, I mean like <laughs> you you get this you know up and coming guitarist to play on your record and cut out you know some of his stuff and then you mimic playing what he's playing that's uh yeah that's just wrong the breakdown all right so what i like about this song well and i guess basically uh him in general is you know you think about blues and blues guitar there's a certain rhythm but he has so many different rhythms this is just really fast for playing blues guitar in my opinion and just uh Oh, I, I love how he goes through the solo and he's got some of the same patterns he introduces a couple times to kind of grab your ear. So when he goes back to it, you're like, oh, okay, here we go again. And then he changes <laughs> it up again. But oh, it's just so smooth. And uh, I, you know, there's a reason he's the whatever, number seven, number seven yeah, yeah. all time. I, mean, I, I might even put him higher, but yeah. Um, just, I don't know. This, the solo in this song and a couple others have just really captured me over the years but his you know it's hard to narrow down like a solo for him because every song that he has there's just so many licks and just so much added throughout the song that it's yeah not it's your traditional more, solo it's you know? more his style but then i mean you know that's right than it is what he's playing it's just the way you know nobody sounds like that and yeah, yeah. And you, it's it, it, it's very easy to pick out. Oh, that's Stevie Ray Vaughan when you hear it. I mean, mm -hmm. um, it's just the way he plays and the tone, and then you know, that's he's. There are very few guys that you can do that with, and he's one of them. Right, right. Yeah, I don't. I didn't want to necessarily call this like an appreciation pick, but it's hard to pick out one song. No, it is. Yeah. Catalog. Yeah, I agree. To say, hey, this is the best solo that he's done, but. Yep. This song in particular, that. I just love. It, it's it's not just him. It's their it's double trouble. I mean, it's the bass and the drums. The, the I love hearing him play, and you can still have that uh, you know bass and drum sound in your ears. He's not like overdoing it. Yeah. So when you hear him in in the solo and he's playing over that bass and the the drums with that ride cymbal, oh gosh, it's just so good. It's just this is quintessential blues rock. Right. Me. When I was uh, when I was in that blues band several years ago, they wanted to do this song, and I was like, "Well, we can try it, but if it doesn't <laughs> if it doesn't sound right, we're not doing it." And they were like, "Well, what do you mean?" I'm like, "Well, let's just play it and see what what it, what it sounds like." And we did it once, and I, I literally went, "No, we're not doing that. <laughs> mm -mm, not doing that." Yeah, yeah. Because because I mean, you know, it's that's Stevie Ray Vaughan, and you, you know, it just it didn't sound right because. He has a certain sound, a certain style, and it has to sound a certain way, or it's just not right. And so, yeah, yeah, you got to do him justice, and yes, it's so exactly. hard when, I mean, even in this song too, you there's a like a short solo, what I would call like a sign off at the end, and then he gets that long chord that he, I don't know if he whammies or what he does with it at the end, but that's that sound or that uh, the way he just uh, manipulates a chord. Yeah. Right there at the end is his own kind of style and, uh, you know, as he's playing. Yep. So it's, it's, uh, 
I could see that. I could be like, yeah, sorry. This <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna embarrass myself like that. So, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm and I'm like you. It's hard to pick out one solo of 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 off of any of his albums. He just has a style that you have to appreciate the style and not just one, not just one solo or one song. Right, you know? right, right. So, all right. Well, that's uh, I guess that'll do it then for. Uh, this episode number 14 is the solo from stevie ray vaughn and pride and joy some bonus songs for this episode so like i mentioned before it's best to just kind of sit back and let stevie serenade you just <laughs> soak in all the licks and the yeah. solos another great one on this album is the title track texas flood solo is really great in that one it didn't starts out reasonably sane like the solo and then it gets so insane towards the end that oh man i'm just so in awe you know I was like, yeah. wow this is so yeah. great uh but one of my personal favorites is actually on the next album it's the title track couldn't stand the weather just a weird kind of funky rhythm uh, th there's lots of fun songs on that album that have just like, story yep uh different different rhythms than what you would expect from like a blues sound but uh the solo on can't stand the weather is very hendrix to me uh but you know and speaking of hendrix we're, we might as well put it in there too we can't be celebrating stevie as a guitarist without playing voodoo child as well so we're gonna put that's nearly eight minutes of stevie <laughs> at his best <laughs> on that track so yeah, we're going to fill up the queue this week. So. Man. <laughs> that Voodoo Child. And it's I, it's a little bit faster, uh, I think, than the original yes. from Jimmy. Um, it, but it's, you know, it's him. He puts his own kind of spin on it. You can hear it, but it's still Stevie. You know, you can hear mm -hmm. his sound, too. So, yep. yeah. So we're going to do that. Love uh, it. Three songs for our bonus tracks this week. So suck them all in, people. <laughs> you'll hear them in their entirety if you've got spotify premium otherwise we provide those song whip links in the show notes or you just go out and search in your whatever music app you use and uh, listen to some stevie ray vaughn this week also find us on twitter or x or twix or whatever we're calling it now at greatest lists also on youtube if you want to check out eric's 100 albums 100 days you can do it there or follow him on tiktok too and then, of course, all of our episodes are at our website, greatestlistspodcast.com. Eric will be back for show number 13 in our list, which will... Oh, man, I, I want to get rid of summer. I don't want to go back to summer, but uh, <laughs> I'm ready one for more time. fall. One more time. Yeah. That's all we have. We'll, we'll take one look back at summer next time with Eric. So thanks for listening, everybody. We look forward to... Continuing our top 25 guitar solos of the 80s next time. You've been listening to The Greatest Lists.